Hey there, beautiful soul. You are listening to Bridging Faith and Business, a platform that has been carefully cultivated for kingdom builders who are looking to build not only their faith, but also their business. This podcast is hosted by yours truly, Dela Savio. I am an entrepreneur from New York City, and I understand the significance in conducting business biblically and also achieving and going after an entrepreneurial journey. Welcome to our journey together in bridging faith and business. Yeah, so this week, um, oh, for those of you who don't know, the Faith and Biz Check is a segment where we inspect some fruits. So together as a team, we are going to identify whether this is a good fruit or not. If you agree that this is a good fruit, then you're going to go ahead and put agree. Um, You're going to put the green check emoji in the comments below. I'm going to copy and paste to give you um, a bit of example of what I'm talking about. And if you disagree, you're going to put the X sign emoji as a symbol of disagreement. And I always invite you guys to, to explain why or why not, because I would love for you to talk about it love to talk about it and expand a bit more so earlier this week i've been on facebook reading different articles um you guys know what's going on around the world with uh russia and you and ukraine well i pray that you do and if you don't that's okay i got you now there is a war going on um in europe and so there were testimonies that was coming forth that Someone had testified that the missiles, um, that Russia was sending missiles into Ukraine. And so for those of you who don't know, a missile is almost like a rocket. It is a giant uh, tool of weapon that is used to to launch up into the air. And it's supposed to really pretty much destroy um, some things in a specific area. So Russia had launched missiles into Ukraine and people were were testifying on Facebook saying that even though the missiles were being launched into Ukraine, that they were disappearing into the sky. And they had encouraged us on Facebook to continue to pray because it is working. The prayers are working. Now, I had shared this article. If you follow me on Facebook, you might have seen it. I have shared it on my Facebook page and I went back to check to see if it's there and I couldn't find it. Um, so, but I, but I do remember that, you know, it was a testify, it was a testimony that someone was testifying about. So what do you think? Is this a good fruit? Is this a good fruit? Do you agree or do you disagree? Do you feel like this is not a good fruit? Um, and why or why not? Right. For me, it is a good fruit, um, but I still feel like there is a little bit more pressing in that we can uh, do together as a as a as a body of Christ to um, to stand in the gap 
and really enforce God's word here on earth as it is in heaven. My opinion. So as you guys answer your um, answers, I'm going to give you my biz check, our biz check. So um, yesterday morning, I was praying to the Lord. I was asking the Lord a few questions. Um, and I saw myself in a vision writing on a dry erase board, like a big one. I'm not talking about the little tiny ones because I have tiny ones, but I wanted a big dry erase board that I can put on my wall and just write on it. My business plans, my, my financial goals, my um, strategies, my systems and everything so I can see it up and display um, here in my office. And so I remember immediately right after I was led to go on to this app that I love and I use, which is called Offer Up. You guys may have heard about this app. This is an app that instantly connects you with local buyers and sellers. So you can buy and sell everything from cars, trucks, electronics, furniture, and more. Last year in 2021, I used this app. It's called Offer Up. I used this app to sell a few of my items. I did a huge spring cleaning in my closet. Um, I sold some shoes. I sold bags that I never used. I sold even a lot of kitchen supplies that were like given to me many years ago and I never used, like my crock pot. <laughs> um, and I earned a few bucks. So after seeing after uh, seeing the vision that the Lord has given me um, this yesterday morning, I looked on offer up and y'all just two hours ago at that present moment, somebody had posted their whiteboard and was selling it for $10 and it was a 24 by 36 inches whiteboard, just like I had seen in my vision. So that goes to tell me that it was it was divine and even though it was a, a little stretch for me to go find it all the way downtown in new york city i was able to get my little whiteboard all for 10 bucks and i know if i would have got it online it would have been 35 but if you add on the cost gas might be the same price but i was happy with my 10 dollar uh and she gave me a whole box of the um dry erase markers um and like come on Come on, right place at the right time. So I shared this with you is a biz check because if you are looking for office supplies in your biz for your business, go ahead and look at offer up. And you can even ask what you can ask more details and negotiate a price that is better. I didn't have to negotiate price because this was amazing. I didn't need nothing else. Ten dollars, you got it. Um, and even on my way, I was I had the opportunity to pray for the woman that I was meeting up with. I had I had the opportunity to pray for her on my way to, to even meet her. So it's just it's just in, in an amazing experience. So is this a good fruit? You should download this app and I encourage you to go through your house, see what you can sell. What do you have laying around and that you have not used in a long time? Do you have a toaster oven you don't use? I'm looking at one right now. Do you have a, a air fryer you don't use? Sell these things and put these put these extra money in your savings or put it towards um, your budget this month. Do you agree? Is this a fruit? 
or is it not? <laughs> Let me know in the comments below what is your opinion. What is your uh, opinion? Hey, Christina. Um, Christina says, while I was just talking about that, I have some shoes I'm going to sell there. Yes, I sold a lot of my shoes when I was going into college. When I was in college, I had a lot of heels that I bought to go to a club. You know, when you buy something, on, when you see something online and then you buy it and then you look at it and then you try it out and it's cute, but then you try to walk and it just don't hit the same way that it looks and you try to translate it in the same way and it just don't work. That was my testimony with this whole, uh, with, with my shoes from college. I had this beautiful blue heels from Zara. It was suede blue. It was, uh, it was a strap on. It was beautiful, but I couldn't, I couldn't walk with it. So what am I going to do? And it was a limited edition too. So I, 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 um, I charged a little extra because it was limited edition and yeah, but I shipped it all the way to California. Somebody bought it. Um, okay. Moving on. Okay, so as you guys know, uh, this has been a trying time in the world. Uh, two years ago, March 2020, the world announced that we were officially going into quarantine. And we were officially going into quarantine due to COVID-19-20, right? And this year, February 24th, 2022, two years later, Russia launched its first attack towards Ukraine. It's only been two years in between, and we have officially entered into a major transition in the world. And you might be saying, that's not really, it doesn't really affect us because it is in the other side of the world. It is not really important because we are not directly affected by what's going on in Russia and Ukraine. But I come to enlighten you today and to turn on the lights in every dark area of your life. Here's my point to you. Um, and I was thinking about this all week long and even last week, it has been a true burden in my heart to pray for Ukraine. And I have been praying for Ukraine and I have been thinking about Satan's devices, right? And here's what I realized, y'all. If we are aware of what's going on in Russia and Ukraine, and we really don't understand or we have not gone to do the research ourselves to kind of get an, a little bit more of an understanding of what's going on, can I tell you that we have fallen into the trap of being ignorant to Satan's devices? And I'm not saying that this war is Satan's 
is Satan's it's, it's on Satan's agenda because it can very much so be God's plan for this war to be um to 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 happen. But what I'm saying is that Satan's device was to make you think that this is not important. Satan's device was to keep you ignorant and not knowing the details of what's going on. And and if that's you, you and I, we have fallen into the trap of Satan's devices. Second Corinthians 2 and 11 tells us that we are not to be ignorant of Satan's devices. And we do voluntarily pledge to be ignorant if we acknowledge that it's going on, but we don't pray, we don't research to understand, we don't ask questions, we kind of just turn the, the 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 blind eye, right? We kind of just turn our face and we're like, yeah, it's a war going on, but whatever, because it's not affecting me and my house. As for me and my house, we still going to work. We still going to school. That's cool, but there's something else in here. So my, I opened up the conversation today with letting you know that we have fallen into the trap of being ignorant to Satan's devices if we have not gone to do research about what's going on in Russia and Ukraine. That's number one. Number two, Russia attacking Ukraine is very much important to you and I. It is very important. And I'm going to expressly give you an explanation on why this is important because i feel like a lot of the times there's so much going on in the internet you don't know what to believe what to see or sometimes you're you're waiting for someone to tell you why it's important and why it's not number one let me just enlighten you with this simple fact right here God, we should love what God loves, right? If we, when we say that God is the creator of all creations, God created Russia. Russia is a country just like America is a country. There are many, many Delas in Russia. There's many Sandys in Russia. There's many Christinas in Russia. There's many Rochelle in Russia, right? There's many Aliyahs in Russia. God loves us all alike. And if, if we are truly God's disciple, we should love what he loves. And 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 12 tells us that we are to be one body, one unit. We are to, uh, we are to echo one sound, right? The scripture doesn't say echo one sound verbatim, but I'm just summarizing a bit of the heartbeat of the scripture. We are, when, when, when another brother or sister is being afflicted on the other side of the world, it affects us too. Because the scripture says that when one fall, we all fall. When one wins, <laughs> we all win. And so I want to break this down for you just a bit. And this is just based on my, my studies and my research. Um, last week, um, I... I spoke to the team about this just a bit at the church at D3. 
um, just a bit on the morning call to explain to them why we're fasting for Russia and Ukraine because we were fasting specifically for Russia and Ukraine. Um, so here's what you need to know. Russia and Ukraine are both European countries. They're both countries that are in Europe. Russia has officially attacked Ukraine uh, beginning on February, last week, Thursday, February 24th, or was it Wednesday? Wednesday or Thursday. Now, Putin is the name of the president or the leader, um, however you see it, the leader in uh, Russia. Russia, uh, Putin, who is the leader, he felt, uh, he felt threatened. Um, number one, there's no clear reason why Putin launched the first attack on Russia. There's no reason why he was so intimidated by Ukraine. There's no clear reason why he, what he is doing what he's doing. So pretty much last year, 2021, Russia began to surround Ukraine as a country. And they were pretty much intimidating Ukraine. Russia went and surrounded Ukraine. Okay. They went and surrounded Ukraine. And this was orders that was given by their leader, Putin. And so there's many reasons. You will find many reasons in the um, internet on why uh, Putin did is doing what he's doing, but there's no clear indication that says this is the reason why this is happening. There's there's none. Um, some say that Putin accused um, Putin accused Ukraine for being taken over extremists, and also um, he was intimidated by the eastward expansion of NATO, which is the North Atlantic Treaty Organization um, that pretty much guarantees. Uh, freedom and security for its members through political means. So Putin was pretty much uh, intimidated by the growth of Ukraine and Ukraine um, joining arms with other country. Putin, the president, gave word. And I'm summarizing what you guys need to know. And you can go ahead and do your own research, okay? Putin gave the, the heads up that he will not attack Ukraine. He gave the word um, last year and he kept saying it over and over and over again that he will not attack Ukraine. My thing is, if you're not going to attack Ukraine, then why do you have to surround Ukraine with your with your soldiers if you're not going to attack? It just don't add up. The story don't add up. Um, and not only that, but he, they had, the European countries had a peace deal. They had a peace deal that they had established in 2015. And this peace deal, all European countries agreed that they were going to keep the peace within Europe. Back in 2015, they all signed and said, you know what? We're all going to keep the peace. We're not going to disrupt the peace here in Europe. By launching an attack towards Ukraine, Putin violated 
he violated this peace deal. And this is a seven-year-old peace deal. When I tell y'all, uh, airports, military headquarters in Ukraine were automatically hit on last week, uh, February 23rd or the 24th, the 24th. They were hitting the airports. Could you imagine being at the airport, going on your honeymoon, going to visit somebody on a, on a family trip or going on a business trip and all of a sudden the airport that you're sitting in waiting for your next flight is being attacked and it's being hit. Not only that, but the military headquarters were also hit. You're talking about the 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 place that that contains the power and is supposed to be a symbol of security towards the country is the one that is a target that that was one of the first things to be hit. And not only that, y'all, but there were tanks. I don't know if you've ever seen a picture of a tank, but if you can, please Google tank. You want to Google what is a tank? What is a troop? So you can see with your physical eyes on what are some of the things that is going on in Ukraine that we as Americans or in other parts of the world, we don't seem as it, we don't see it as important because it's not next to us, because it's not directly affecting us, because it's not down the street. A tank is almost, it's, it's like, it's massive. I would say a tank is like maybe like three to four cars stacked up in one and, and they just rolling in into Ukraine. They rolling in <laughs> into Ukraine. And mind you, Ukraine holds 1.4 million people. There were explosions in major cities in Ukraine. And, and learning this right here, it brought me back to the fact that if the United States was under attack, they would attack the major cities. When any country is under attack, you hear the major cities that is on the news that is being attacked. If France was being attacked, you would hear Paris. If, if, uh, if Italy was being attacked, you would hear a specific popular city inside of the country. Now, I'll, I'll ask you this so you guys can um, think about this on your own too. But if you, if us here in America, if, if we were to be attacked, what city will be hit first? Or, or what are some of the major cities that will be attacked? Right off the bat, I'll save you some time. New York, New York City, okay? You have New York City, you have Atlanta, you have... Um, What's the other one? You have LA, Los Angeles, California. And, and, and this kind of makes a difference. Hey, Kayshawn, this makes a difference when we draw light on what's really going on in the other side of the world. So you might be saying, why is this important? I still don't get it. Like, it's just a lot of talks about wars and things like that. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to talk about it. But as Christians, as believers, as daughters and sons of the Most High God, the Lords of Lords, the Kings of Kings, this affects us because we have brothers and sisters in a different country who are fleeing their country. Could you imagine leaving your house, 
not even having enough in a bank account to leave, but leaving, hoping that there is better on the other side, not really understanding what's happening in your country or why you're being attacked or if it's going to stop tomorrow. But now you got to pack up your whole kids. You got to pack up, you know, you got to take the passports. You got to find whatever you can and kind of just maneuver through the transition. Again, I know it's hard for us to imagine because we don't see, we never, we have not, our generation, the millennial generation, we haven't been directly affected by any wars. So we're kind of, we're kind of a little, I'll say lazy, <laughs> even, even as millennial Christians, just even like praying about this because we feel like it's not important to us. But there are women, children, elderly people. I, I mean, I saw a video on uh, Instagram and it was newborn babies, newborn babies in Ukraine. And they had all the newborn babies kind of like aligned. And it looked like they had the, ba the newborn babies in a hallway. <sighs> so we are witnessing a major power invasion. Uh, we are we are witnessing a major power invading a European neighbor for the first time since World War II. World War II happened before us, before we were even here. Our parents, our grandparents may have been around. World War II started in 1929. And it ended in 1930, in 1945. That was 77 years ago. 77 years ago, that World War II ended. And that's when we saw when one country, World War II started the same way World War I started. One country was bullying another country. Um, attacked one country, the other countries got involved, and then the other countries got involved, and then that just became World War II. So here's what you need to know. Millions of lives are at risk. Lives have already been lost. Um, I believe it's been a week since we have been, uh, Ukraine and Russia has been uh, in war. It will be a week tomorrow that they have been going back and forth. And now Ukraine is finally fighting back. So now we see Ukraine, Russia was fighting, and now we see Ukraine is fighting back. So now you see two countries engaging in war, two countries engaging in warfare. Before it was just Russia attacking Ukraine, but now Ukraine is like, I'm sorry, we're not gonna just stand on the side and let you beat us down. We gonna, we gonna, we gonna rock this thing out. Ukrainians are fleeing their country and they're looking for safety. And so are Russians. Some, some Russians are even just as confused as Ukraine is on why they are, they are in, involved in this war. And they are neighbors, <laughs> they are neighbors. So I shared this with you to bring light to the situation that Satan does not want you to understand. And it's not just Satan. Sometimes we don't want to, we don't want to know. It's too much going on. I can't eat my chocolate. I don't want to know. <laughs> we're just so into self. We're so into our own world. Everything is perfect. Everything is going good. We can't take any bad news right now. But when you are an ambassador for Christ, 
your life is not your own. You, 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 you officially belong to the Lord and you are commissioned, commissioned to pray, to, to, to encourage, to shed light on the gospel, to, to let people know that God is still sitting on the throne. Like, yes, you might, we might, we might be in the middle of the war, but God is still God and he's coming back for his bride. My third point here today, folks, is that it is our duty to pray. We are to pray for our brethren. We are to pray for our brothers and sisters that are on the other side of the world. And just to think about, we are graced with the ability that we don't have to pack up our bags and flee to the next country. Like, I can even imagine on a time like that, where would you go? I don't even know what country I would go to. If New York is under attack, because you know this is the great the, the home of the, the home of the free. Now, if if the if New York City was under attack and I'm fleeing with my newborn baby and my husband, where are we going? We going to Finland? Like where we where we going? We going to Texas? Where, where we going? You know, like how do you how do you process in that moment immediately? You haven't even talked to your family about emergency situations like this because it, we have never gone to this fact. And it was 77 years ago that the last war happened. So how do you have that conversation with, with your spouse on deciding where you're going? And even picking up your kids, your kids could probably very much so have a very bad cold or be sick and be disabled. And you may have like a, a, a um, elderly parents that are unable to walk and, or, or, or run fast enough if there was a situation where we had to run or walk and they're you know they're ju they're just saying you know what leave us behind god is with us and they just bless you on your way go ahead we're gonna drag you down so me and your pa gonna stay behind i can't even imagine like it's just so much going on back to back to back to back and that is why they need our prayers. That is why we have to stand in the gap, family, brothers and sisters. First uh, John 5 and 14 says, this is the confidence we have in approaching God, that if we ask him anything according to his will, he hears us. The problem is we're not asking. We have to ask, we have to pray. We have to, and, and even if we don't understand God's will, God, what is your will? Teach me your will. First John 5 and 15. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have what we have asked for. In other words, if you know that God is listening to you, whatever you are asking for, you are to have faith that you have already received it. Um, and then First Chronicles 16 and 11, it tells us, look, look to the Lord and his strength. Seek his face. Sometimes we feel like we don't have enough strength to pray for anybody else. We don't even have strength to pray for ourselves. But if we look to the Lord and seek his face, he will give us the answers that we need. He will give us the supernatural power, strength that we need in order to move forward. God has everything that we need. All we have to do is, is, is ask, is, is put our attention to him. 
And I love this scripture because it says, look to the Lord. It don't say look to the phone. It don't say look, it said specifically, it's instructions, look to the Lord. And when I, when I first heard about this attack happening in Russia, I was woken up from my sleep uh, by the Holy Spirit at 3 a.m. in the morning. And I couldn't understand what was going on or, you know, like what, what was happening. But I went on my phone and I checked and I was like, and, and I saw all the notifications that was going off and saying that Russia has officially began to attack Ukraine. And I was like, wow, like today, right now? And immediately I did not know how to pray, but my prayer because I knew that the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit lives inside of me. And the Bible reassures me that greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. So what I began to do was I asked the Holy Spirit to teach me how to pray. Because we know that the Holy Spirit is our teacher. The Holy Spirit is our leader. The Holy Spirit is our our, our uh it's our comforter. And so if I don't know how to pray, and I'm telling y'all, there has been many times in this season of my life, currently right now, where I approach situation and situations come my way and I don't know how to pray. So my immediate response is, God, show me how to pray. And so I began to ask the Lord, how can I pray? And I, as I as I asked the Lord, he showed me a vision of children, the vision that I just described to you, mothers leaving their house and having to pick up medicine and leave immediately, people having to leave their elderly parents at home, uh, husbands having to make some, some crucial decisions because finances were not available. He also showed me, uh, he showed me in the hospitals and even in government, in, in the government, how the governments were turning to each other. Like, what do we do now? They were in confusion. It was almost like babble. They were, they, they, they didn't know what to do because they weren't prepared for the attack that was coming, that it came so suddenly like a thief in the night because this happened, the notifications were going off. It started like around 11 at night here in America. It's, it was like a thief in the night. You didn't see it. You didn't expect it. We knew that Russia was uh, surrounded around Ukraine, but we we didn't think that they would attack because we held on tight to Putin's word, telling people that he was not going to attack. But then he attacked. So what do we do now? <laughs> we do exactly what the Bible tells us to do. First Chronicles 16 and 11, look to the Lord and his strength. Seek his face always. Uh, Ephesians 1 and 18, it says, I pray that the eyes, this is Apostle Paul, I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know that the hope to which he has called you. God has called you to a certain level of hope. And, and my prayer is that you begin to ask the Lord to show you that hope, to, to help your unbelief in other words, right? Help you see the other side, help you be inspired or motivated to continue to stand in the gap for God's people, for your brothers and sisters, because I, there are people alike like you and I in the same situation. They were going to their nine to five. They were living at home. They were trying to move out of their apartment. They were trying to get married. They were going to church. They were, they had this fire ministry and they were being, they were attending. They were starting off their businesses and all of a sudden their world just changed. 
and they went from going from one direction to changing completely and going to a whole new direction. So here's what I want to leave with you today. Matthew 26 and 24. I beckon you guys to read this scripture, um, read this story in its full, Matthew 26 and 24. I'm going to read you this scripture, but I encourage you to go back and read this whole chapter so you can have the full understanding of what happens in this chapter. This scripture reads, excuse me, and he came to the disciples and found them sleeping. And he said to Peter, so could you not watch with me for one hour? This is in the garden of Gethsemane. This is in a garden of Gethsemane as the Lord Jesus Christ was praying and he was asking the Lord. He was praying because he knew that the time was coming where he was going to be crucified. And so he had invited, he had brought three disciples with him. And as Jesus is standing and he's praying and he's consistently interceding, he turned around to see that all of the disciples had fallen asleep. And he turned to Peter and he said, could you not watch with me just for one hour? And this is also a beckon for Peter to pray for all of them to pray but they couldn't even pray but in this scripture is so amazing because it's saying you may not have been praying but could you watch and agree with me and, and and I think that's where that's where the Lord wants us to leave off on today's conversation could you could you not watch with me for one hour can we intercede for Ukraine and Russia not just Ukraine, because they're the one that was attacked first, but both countries and all the countries residing. And even us, because we don't know if America is going to go in war. And we don't know what's going to happen next. And yes, these are rumors of wars, but we are to understand what that is as intercessors, as believers, as, as sons and daughters of the Lord. When times like this come, we are to remain faithful in knowing that God is orchestrating our steps, that God is still in the midst. If we serve the Lord who rose again in three days, he can surely bring us out of whatever it is that we're that is going on. And that's why I encourage people when it comes to the situation happening right now in Europe, I don't give people specifically how to pray. I tell them, the Holy Spirit will lead you on how to pray. But because it is important for us to flex our muscle in the spirit. And I think a lot of us don't fully understand the authority that we have as intercessors, as sons and daughters. You know, the, there is power in prayer. Power. I've been praying about some specific things. And when I tell you, I've seen immediate turnaround. In, in a matter of hours, like things just turn around because I begin to speak to it. I begin to ask God directly. And when he shows me something, I prayed about it. I prayed it through. And I began to see changes immediately. That's why I am not coming down and I'm not stopping from praying for you. I'm not stopping to, from praying for what's going on in, in Europe. I am not stopping on praying for America and even pastors and leaders that are in Ukraine, I will not come down. That's my story and I'm sticking with it because Jesus is good. He is good and he is um, exalted and the devil is forever defeated. And I believe 
that we got the victory. I believe that in my heart. I wear it. I wear it loud and proud in a in the spirit. Not in the natural way. I could just say it. But in the spirit was my posture. You could smell it on me. Yeah, we won. God went to the gates of hell, got the keys, and gave it back to the church. The gates of hell shall not prevail. It, it just it, it, it is written. <laughs> so um, I leave this with you. How can you pray for what's going on? Will you join us in prayer? Praying for us, our families, right? <laughs> I've been sensing the, the whole movement on praying for families specifically. And here we are in the midst of major world transitions, national transition. So I invite you to pray. Pray with us, join arm with us, and be intentional about what's going on in the other in the world. Not the other world, <laughs> the world, this world that we live that we live in. And yeah, so the other thing before we go, I want to leave you with today. Over the past few weeks, I've been sharing with you about the courses that is coming up. The courses um, concerning the podcast course, which is almost done, uh, the prophetic intercession course, and even the uh, Faith in Biz Fam group that I am finally launching. But I have put a halt stop to all of it because I want to give myself realistic time to get all these things done. So I don't want to keep promising things and not fulfilling it. I'm going to do things according to where I am in the season and I'm not going to overwork myself. So I say that to show up with honesty. I say that to show up so you can pray for me. I say that to show up so you are not led into false expectation on who I am. I can't do everything, but through Christ, I can do everything. But on my own will and with everything happening in the world and what's happening in my personal life and, you know, things I have to show up for, some things have to take a back seat and I have to pivot. It doesn't mean the, the I'm running out of gas. It just means I'm pivoting a little bit. So I ask you guys to continue to have patience with me as I am launching these things. As I, as you guys see on the Instagram for the faith and business, the content is now consistent. And I am consistently on here with you guys Wednesday at 7 p.m. So I share this with you. So you will not be led to think that I am superwoman but that you would be able to see that I am human, flesh, just like you, and I need the Lord more and more every day, just like you do. We share that in common. So with that being said, with that being declared, with that being understood, um, I love you guys. I appreciate you so much for your commitment. I appreciate you so much for hanging on tight with me. I appreciate you for showing up. And I appreciate you even the more for taking the time to pray, taking the time to pray, pray for us, pray for everyone on this live, pray for those who are going to listen to this message and be inspired to pray some more, pray for uh, the war that is going on in Europe, pray for America, pray for your leaders, pray for this month of March. This is Mental Health Awareness Month. It is also Women's History Month, pray. And prayer doesn't have to be deep. It's just a matter of conversation. Can you talk to God about me today? 
Can you talk to God about Ukraine today? Just a sentence. Father, please protect them. Amen. Simple prayer. Um, so, yeah, I love you guys. Um, I am catching up on your comments over here. Um, Aaliyah says Putin is a hater. That could be really true. But, you know, Putin is also a... Putin, the Lord loves Putin. That is the truth. I tell you all the time, the Lord loves, loves, loves his people so much. Um, hey, Vanessa, thank you for joining us. Yes, uh, you're so welcome. Racist, thank you so much for the information. You're so welcome. I pray that you guys are enlightened, you guys are encouraged, and you guys are reminded that you have power. You have authority to pray. You have power to, to stomp and, and trample on scorpions and serpents, serpents and scorpions. You have that authority. So go throughout this week praying. Our posture is praying. Our position is praying. Our duty is praying. Our responsibility is to pray. Everything points back to prayer. So I love you guys so much. And I'm going to, we're going to meet again next week um, on Wednesday at 7 p.m. I pray that you were enlightened and I will see you guys next week. Bye guys.